Welcome to the Wildly Confident Podcast, where we discuss all the ways to help you get more confident, make more money, and get the results you want in your life stacked. I'm Katherine Weisner, your host. I'm a certified life coach through the Life Coach School and the creatrix of my own multi-million dollar business. Super excited you're here. I am going to be talking about something a little unusual today for me. I'm going to be chatting about tarot cards. Tarot cards are something I got into about three or four years ago. It was the first time I ever used them. And I have just found them to be uh, great ways to find out more about our own brains, okay? Because I don't think the cards tell the future. I think they show you possibilities based on where you are in this moment, based on the lens of your life, based on how you see the world. It shows you a possibility of manifestation. And you can always change that, right? So I love the cards because they really help me see my mind. They help me see how I'm manifesting things into my life. And I'll explain that more towards the end of the podcast and how you can use the cards. But first, I actually wanted to share with everybody a little bit of the maybe unconventional history of tarot cards. Some of the stuff I'm going to be sharing with you are things that I have read about tarot cards, things that I possibly believe about tarot cards. Um, If you go and look this stuff up online, there's a variety of sources. Some people say, no, that's not true. Other people say it's true. So you decide for yourself what you want to believe and I'm just going to share you some uh, share with you some of the things that I have uh, learned about tarot cards and that I personally believe about them that are serving me. And I think you'll have fun with it because there's they're really a very interesting, interesting uh, tool to use and helping you kind of understand what's going on in your subconscious, what your beliefs are, especially if you're doing it with somebody else. And you can um, hear, you know, you can have your interpretation of the cards. And if and then also hear the other person's interpretation of the same cards because they're guys, they're going to be different because they're, you guys are each seeing it through your own lens. And that's super important because it is through your lens that you manifest things into your life. When I say lens, I mean the way you view the world, the way that you believe the world is set up. We often think that the way that we see the world, the way that we believe the world is, right? I sometimes call it the manual, (laughs) but all the rules that we think the world is governed by, like, for example, you know, one of my clients might have a rule that men should always open up the doors for women. And another one of my clients is going to have a rule in there that men shouldn't do that, right? But each one of those clients are going to think like that's the way the world should be. And I think when you're looking at tarot cards and you're looking at the possibilities and the images, it always gets run through the way you think the world should be. And it is through that that you can start to see some of the things that are holding you back, some of your limiting beliefs, and how to start to work through that. So it's, a, it's an amazing tool to show you, again, your mind, your mind, right? And your mind is different than everyone else's mind. Amazing, right? And that is why you have your, we all have our own journeys. We all have our own journeys and why I just love doing one-on-one or group coaching with people because I get to help people on that individual level with their brain. 
because we all have different things holding us back. We're all unique. That's what makes this planet like beautiful. That's why not one solution works for everybody, right? We all have to make our own paths and journeys for what's high in the, our highest good. And everyone's journey is going to look a little bit different. So back to tarot cards. It's believed that the original tarot cards were unbound books of picture cards evolved in the East to teach mystical doctrines to those who couldn't read. There's even some who speculate that they might be a lost copy of the Egyptian Book of the Dead or some other ancient mystical teaching. The tarot really speaks to the language of symbols, the language of the unconscious. When approached in the right manner, the idea is that those symbols, those images can open doors to the hidden reaches of the soul. Images on the tarot suggest very female-centered, natural, cyclical doctrines of reincarnation. If you know uh, like a traditional tarot deck, there are 56 minor arcana cards and 21 major arcanas. And the 21 major arcanas have been said to be the 21 forms of Tara or the 21 forms of the goddess. And if you look at those images and you lay them out from basically the fool to the world, it's supposed to be a balance between yin and yang energy, so male and female energies, the underlying principle is that shuffling the cards together is also like mixing the yin and yang energies of the world, right? Because we all have yin and yang energies in us. And I think one of the challenges we have here on earth is to find a balance of those energies, And it also has to do with mixing the elements. If you know about the minor arcana cards, which are the 56 cards that, in my belief, actually is what created the regular playing deck decks that we use now. And I'm going to go a little bit more into this because we all know our playing decks now. And I think Now, when I play with our playing decks, I always think of tarot cards. So I think it's kind of fun. I mean, some people say playing decks came before tarot and, and, you know, I guess it doesn't really matter which one came first, but since we probably play with playing decks a lot more than tarot cards, it is kind of fun when you think about playing decks to understand how they're linked. Um, So the the four suits in uh, playing decks coordinate with the four suits in tarot. So, and also with uh, the four elements. So the hearts are actually in tarot, they're the cups, and they symbolize water energy. And you'll notice that they're red, which is the female yin energy um, that comes really from the concept of menstrual blood and women being creators of life. And the clubs, okay, is a black card right? Traditionally. And um, that's a masculine yang energy, the black. And in tarot, that's going to be wands, which is also the energy of wood and fire. Then we have diamonds, which is also a feminine energy. And those are red again. And it's the yin energy. It's pentacles in tarot, and it's an earth energy. And then you have spades, which is also 
Again, a masculine energy, a yang energy, and in tarot that shows up as swords and it is an air energy. So in tarot, the energies are water, wood, slash fire, earth, and air. And when you mix the cards together, okay, and you're going to pull cards to answer a question for yourself, you're mixing together those those elements in nature, and you're also mixing together the yin and the yang energy. The only major arcana card that still exists in the playing deck is the fool. And the other interesting tidbit, I think, about the similarities between playing uh, playing decks and tarot is that if you've ever noticed, there's an oversized ace of spades, which is known in tarot as the symbolically as the sword of the father of heaven. It's also called the card of death. One other cool thing I want to share with you about the tarot cards is that there are 56 cards in the minor arcana. And that number is a very symbolic number around the world. That just happens to be the same number of posts or stones representing steps in time and circled old temples of astrological calculation, like Stonehenge. There are 56 years in a sacred great year when lunar and solar cycles coincided. When Buddha was born, he took his first 56 steps in each of the four cardinal directions, seven forward and seven back each way signifying the 14 waxing and waning days of the moon and lunar weeks, like the 14 steps of the heavenly ladder of Osiris. There's a lot of numbers in tarot and images in tarot that show up over and over again in cultures around the world. And the last little like tidbit about tarot that I find really interesting is the total number of cards in a tarot pack are 78 which is the sum of all the numbers of the signs of the Zodiac added together. And so that's one plus two plus three plus four plus five plus six plus seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, all of those added up together equals 78, which is the total amount of cards in a tarot deck. There's just a lot of magical numbers going on with tarot. And I think the images really do speak to the subconscious and speak to archetypes and speak to a lot of things that are just under the surface in a lot of our brains. And it helps us open us up to, again, our own subconscious mind, which, you know, we might not be so familiar with, right? We're often, you know, we know what's going on in our conscious mind, but so often we're not aware of how, you know, we have limiting beliefs or how we're holding ourselves back. And I think the cards can help you start to know yourself better. So here's how I like to use the cards with clients. Sometimes if a client comes and sees me, um, I always have a huge amount of things to work on with them. But if they don't really know what they want to work on, sometimes I will have them pull a, a little literal tarot card at my office, or I'll pull one if we're on Zoom with them for them. And I ask them what they think it means by looking at the image. I do not think the cards have any inherent predetermined meaning, okay? I know you get the little books from them, and I know that you can read, get a book, and you can read through it, and someone will tell you what they think they mean, and that's okay if you want to do that. That's your thing, but I personally think 
They don't have any inherent predetermined meaning. I think you get to decide what they mean. And you get to decide what they mean by looking at the card and running it through your lens, how you see the world and what that card means to you. And by doing that, we start to get a better understanding of where you are right now, what a possibility could be, and whether or not you want that possibility to happen or not, and kind of how to move forward around it. So let's say you're considering quitting your job, okay? And we pull a tarot card and you get the star and you look at it and you see that there's so many possibilities in the world, that there's hundreds of stars and like, you know, one of them is going to be your opportunity. And so you're feeling very jazzed about that and very jazzed about making a strategic, actionable, realistic plan to do that, okay? Another person might have that same question. They might pull the star card, okay? And they might see it as a bad omen. They might see it as they're off like in a daydream, stuck in the water, can't make up their mind. There's too many options, right? They might be confused, right? And that's perfect. That's right where that client is. And then I work with them on getting clarity on their confusion so they can figure out, again, something strategic, something that is financially stable for them to move to where they want to go and understanding that they're, they're also there's some confusion around it for them. Again, it's the same card, same question, but different people are going to have different ways of interpreting the cards. And that's why I don't like using the predetermined meanings when I'm working with people because every person has their own opinion about it, honestly. Like there's so many books written about it and I don't think any which one's right. You will always know what's right for you. And by you looking at the card and sharing what's coming up for you, we're getting a little sneak peek into what's holding you back or how we can best support you. And again, the cards do not predict the future, guys. They just suggest possibilities. They just suggest options. And we and they, we use them to play around with those options and see if there's something holding you back there or how best to support you on your journey moving forward. So I hope you enjoyed this episode on Tarot. You know, if you're interested in, in learning more, go get a tarot deck. <laughs> They're really fun. And do this practice I'm talking about, right? Again, it's just a way to get to know your brain a little bit better. And I do think the images do have a lot of symbolism in them, and they're just really beautiful. So I hope you have fun with this practice and have a great week. Hey, I am so glad you joined us this week. And as a reminder, this podcast is for general informational purposes only. Please use your guidance and judgment when making any sort of changes to your life that are best for you. Thanks so much. 